Alternative Radio. Pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing and the Inked Marketing crowdfunded comic for this here episode. Well, it's going to go to Tiki Zombie. Ten years ago, the first fan-tiki-tastic issue of Tiki Zombie was published by New Legend Productions. To celebrate the milestone, Michael Gordon and Peter Cutler are publishing a comic featuring all-new material. That's the same creative team, people. So what the hell is Tiki Zombie? You, you, you recognize Tiki Zombie if you saw him for sure. Tiki Zombie is a comic depicting the adventures of a cursed undead lounge owner named Tiki Z and his crew of the mysterious island of Mugabali. Mm-hmm. Take one ounce of childish humor, add one ounce of silly satire, and mix with fruity syrupy passion, Saturday morning suspense, mythical mayhem, and a dash of sweet tropical vibes. Make sure to leave out all the bitters, shake it up and strain into sequential panels, and serve with a stunningly sumptuous cover. The concoction is so powerful, most establishments will not serve an individual more than two, but we encourage you to order as many as you can handle. Mm-hmm. Tiki Zombie, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for this one. Um, it's a project we love on Kickstarter, so yeah, just go to uh, inked.pub slash Tiki Zombie and uh, secure your copy today. Um, <laughs> and it's... Oh, it's right up my alley, people. It looks like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And um, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a memorable character. If you've been in, around in comics at all within the past decade, you've you've seen Tiki Zombie. So, uh, yeah, get on it. Once again, it's inked.pub slash Tiki Zombie. again and welcome back to the cheers to comics podcast i am brian wayne and this is episode 348 the 348th episode of the cheers to comics podcast will be a poll list priorities i'll be going over the books of the future uh more specifically the uh books coming out um well new comic book day whatever they day that is for you tuesday wednesday um yeah but um, more importantly, the uh, the final order cutoffs due by the weekend. Um, so yeah, I'll get more into that in a second. But first, I got to tell you a great place to get your books and even pre-order your books, and that's going to be Nerds Forever, three oh seven nerdsforever.com. Or if you just so happen to be passing through uh, Newcastle, Wyoming, um, yeah, it is. It's an absolute incredible source. For comic book greatness, um, whether like I said, you're looking to start a pull list, they offer a great discount program, um, or you're just looking for uh, some back issues you may have missed, then uh, head on over to 307 Nerds Four, the number four ever.com, 307 Nerds Forever.com, and uh, get hooked up because my man Tarles, he just he knows how to do it. He, he mm, <laughs> he's he's damn good at uh, pleasing the people when it comes to comic books. So um, yeah, nerds forever, baby. Get some now. Um, let's uh, let's talk about some books that you could possibly be ordering from Nerds Forever. 
Um, more specifically, specifically uh, Lunar. Um, multiple distributors out there right now. They have different cutoff dates and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, let's just get down to the Lunar books. These need to be ordered by the 12th of September. Uh, I was looking ahead. There's a there's a whole lot of Batman going on this week. Um, but right off the bat, though, there's a book that has my attention immediately. Um, that's going to be uh, Arkham City, The Order of the World. Uh, it's a little six-parter. It looks like it's tying into Fear State here. Um, let me tell you a little bit about this. Uh, da, 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 da. This is done by Dan Waters. So right off the bat, I'm going to get a creepy, dark type of vibe here. Um, <laughs> drawn by Donnie, I believe that's the same artist that Dan Waters worked with on Coffinbound, I believe. I believe, and if that's the case, you're going to get some gnarly, gnarly storytelling here too. Colors by Dave Stewart, good lord. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a big long description here, but essentially, I'm going to give you the gist of it. Um, so we got this, uh... This, this, this doctor, I forget her name, Jocasta Joy. So automatically first appearance there, Jocasta Joy. And before you start hooting and hollering, eh, DC first appearances, mm, shut the fuck up. This one's got a lot of potential here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said it, shut the fuck up. Uh, I am, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to be ordering a few of these. But beyond that, we got one, two, three, four, five, at least five first appearances here forming the uh, the Archimites. Now, what they are, they're essentially, well, uh, a bunch of folks that mm, during the whole chaos of the the the, the Ark, you know, the Joker, blah, 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 uh, the, these folks got out, and now they're kind of living the streets and uh, you know, hiding in the shadows and whatnot. I don't know if they're bad or what, but they used to be bad. Um, well, I don't know. It gives a little bit of description here. Let's see here. Uh, to round up her former patients, meet these Archimites. A woman with no face, a piggy in search of perfection, a man who feels nothing and burns everything, and a woman who must devour life to save herself, and also a man unfit for the waking world who looks instead for Wonderland. Uh, hold on, there's more. A body with more than one soul, a being unbound from time who lives in the present and the past, a boy who seeks the comfort of vermin, and the twisted man who sees them all for who they are. So I'm thinking there's going to be seven of us here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I think this is one of those things where when you have this many first appearances popping up, it, there, there's going to be a shit ton of potential. I'm sure that maybe they suicide the squad the shit out of this and like kill three of these bastards right off the bat. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I have no. <laughs> but uh, I, this is one that I definitely have my eyes on. Is it going to be a quick flip? Um, I, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I say maybe it might start seeing a little bit of traction after a month or so of being released. But, um, I don't know, in the end, I think this is a good book to have in your, uh, a few copies of. Because once, once I, you know, like, I, I have this rant every time. And DC spec isn't just automatic dead-on-arrival spec. Um, it's nothing that you're gonna, <laughs> it's not very often you're gonna get a punchline book right now. You know, it's, you know, a hundred dollar book out of DC. But... Uh, down the road here, once Discovery figures out, you know, how to make a DC movie and, you know, filter out DC content properly and all of that good stuff, then yes, 
um, D these new DC characters that have come out in the last 18 months or so will start seeing their days, and this book right here, it just, it feels like it's going to be a cool story. Dan Waters writing it, it's going to be dark and demented, um, uh, and then what do we have for covers here? We got, ah, uh, that Matina cover. Jesus Christ, is that, is that Ghost, what's, what's the fuck his name, Ghostmaker? I'm going to say Ghostface Killer. Go, uh, I, I can't tell. Uh, no, I don't know if that's Ghostmaker or not. I think that's going to be the first cover appearance of one of these characters. Now, Ghostmaker doesn't have, like, eye holes. Mm-hmm. Kind of look... Uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. It's fucking... It looks like Moon Knight. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Is Ghostmaker a fucking Moon Knight knockoff? Am I just realizing this? Mm. I know everybody says Ghostmaker is the Batman, or I mean, uh, what the, what the f Moon Knight is the Batman of Marvel. I don't, I don't believe that at all. But you, hmm, is Ghostmaker the Moon Knight of DC? Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. But whoever this character is on the front, he's got a very Moon Knighty type of mask. Uh, yeah, no, there's going to be a first a cover appearance, so pick up the B cover as well. And then there's a 1 in 25. Let's see who we got here. There he is again. Oh, they're all on here. Yep. Uh, you going to want that 1 in 25, people. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be... Damn, do I want to get 25 of these? How, what's the price point on this? $4, okay, so that's not bad. Fuck, I might. I might get 25 of these. This might be my, my big book of the week. We'll see. Um, continuing on, we got Batman 114, and we got a B cover with none other than Ghostmaker. Jorge Molina doing that one. Nice. Nice. Um, I love that character, man. There's a 1 in 25 on that as well. They're doing like these video game type of variants, I believe. I believe that's what... Yeah, 1 to 2 players, that's what's going on. Oh, look at that. Let's... Is that Peacemaker X? No, he's got a one on him. Hmm. I don't. Are we gonna get the first appearance of Peacekeeper X in this book? Cause I know we've had a cameo already. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Is that gonna be? Mm. I don't know if that's gonna be one that I'm gonna wanna uh, invest in. Um. Yeah. <sighs> Batman the Adventures continue. We do have the first appearance of a character in here, Mayor Emerson. So, yeah. Mayor Emerson Mayfield steps out of retirement, looking to once again rise to power. But Batman isn't thrilled when the mayor's homecoming after his run-ins with him during his early years as the caped crusader. Can Batman deduce what Mayfield's plan for Gotham is before it's too late? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the uh, the only thing that's gonna drive, well, I don't know, I don't know. I gotta see how he looks. I guess. I mean, if he just looks like a dude, then I don't, I don't know. Uh, what's the B cover on this? Junie Ba. That's uh, interesting. I guess it makes sense for a Batman animated cover, but. Huh. Um, Batman the Audio Adventure Special. Um, so. Yeah, I take that for what it is. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be on... Hmm. It's a $10... Fuck, what is it? Story by da-da-da, art by blah-blah-blah. That's the music of Gotham City, the largest city in the world, the big gargoyle, the treasure of the night. Anyone who calls it crime-infested hellhole is dead wrong. 
No way hell has such great pierogies. Okay. So join us here at... Uh, I, uh, behind the hit... HBO Max scripted original podcast with the sensational prequel one shot. All right. Okay, so apparently there's going to be a podcast, and this is the prequel to that story. All right. Um. Hmm. Got a few covers here. I don't know what this is going to be. We'll see. Guess what? Another Batman story this week. Good lord. Batman the Imposter. It's a black label book. Three parter. Um, Matson Tomlin, Andre Sorrentino, and Jordi Belair. Uh, so Bruce Wayne's mission as the Batman has only been underway for a year or so, but he can tell he's making a difference. Unfortunately, he's made some powerful enemies. <sighs> All the traditional power brokers of Gotham resent the disruption of Batman. Okay, I. There's gonna be an imposter, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um. Yeah, we'll see. It's a black label book, so I don't know if it's something to speculate on, because um, not in continuity at all, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, three-parter with price point. Whew, $6 book. You know, DC, you do have more characters than just Batman. Um, but apparently that's the only interesting one. So, <laughs> I swear to God, if they did a Nightwing black label book, it would sell just as many fucking copies. I... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Batman, Oiben Legends. This is tying into Fear State, huh? Um, <laughs> Melissa Wong, Brandon Thomas, Dan Waters, who? And Christian Moore. Okay. Uh, it's a Batgirl story, I believe. Uh, th these Urban Legends books, it's they're unpredictable. You don't know what the hell you're really going to get out of them, so take it for what you will. Oh, shit. I mean, I've got this series on my pull. Sorry to keep yawning, people. Um, let's see. Crush and Lobo, number five. Couple covers there. DC Hoa presents Soul Plumber. Alright. Soul Plumber, number one. Where have I heard this before? This sounds familiar. Marcus Parks and Henry Zabrowski with Ben Kissel. Uh, John McCree on the cover. Let's see. From the creators of the last podcast. Oh, that's where I heard it. That I knew I heard it somewhere. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the guys that wrote the uh, or the guys that do the last podcast on the left are getting a DC book. Interesting. Um, exorcism just got a whole lot easier after attending a seminar hosted in a hotel conference room by a mysterious group called the Soul Plumbers. Edgar Wiggins, disgraced former seminary school student, discovers what he thinks is the secret to delivering souls from the thrall of Satan. But after stealing the blueprints and building the machine himself, out of whatever he can afford from his salary as a gas station attendant, Edgar misses the demon and instead pulls out an interdimensional alien with dire consequences for all of mankind. Um... Yeah, I just started recently listening to the last podcast on the left, like, I don't know, a couple months ago. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the guys... We'll see. We'll see. Um, I find their their humor on the podcast a little, uh, um, well, not always funny, you know? And I don't mean to talk... I, I listen to the podcast for the content, uh, the stories they tell. 
Um, they're, they're, they're over the top, just antics and, uh, stuff like, I don't know, it doesn't really appeal to me, I think it's more for, no, I'm not gonna go there. Um, uh, I don't know, them writing a horror book, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see, I'll give it a shot, it's a six-parter, sheesh, it's quite the investment for, I don't know, um, was it? DC horse, so it's not black label. It's just the new thing that they're doing. Uh, DC horse presents, just like they're kind of doing, like the Conjuring and stuff. I don't know. I thought, oh, here it is again. DC horse presents the Conjuring, the Lava, number five. So yeah. Oh, by the way, there, uh, um, there's a Tim, Tom, sorry, Tom Neely cover on that Soul Plumber and uh, a one in twenty-five done by Riley Rosmo. So oh. Incentive variants. I don't know, man. Um, we'll see. We'll see. DC's going in an interesting direction with this new, uh, new content they're putting out. <sighs> Gotta see how good it is. Um, uh, but yeah, no, back to The Conjuring. The Lava, number five. Sienkiewicz getting the A cover. We got a, a VHS B cover. Um, we've got something from Scout on the FOCs this week. Gods of Brutality, number two. So I did read the first one. Um, it's no murder, Falcon. It's no metal shark, bro. Um, it's, it's almost as goofy as it seems. It feels a little bit more serious. Um, I don't know. The, the, the humor wasn't as there for me in the first issue as I would have hoped. But, um, it's still... I don't know. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a another issue or two and see what's up. I mean, I didn't not like. I mean, yeah, it was good. It's just not quite what I was hoping for. Um, let's see, two covers on that. Well, no, there's an A cover, then there's a one in ten on that. Uh, Green Lantern number seven. We get a uh, a first appearance in this one. Um, shit, I gotta pull out my bullshit here. Uh, da, 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 da. What? Jesus Christ, you pulled out my phone. What the fuck did I... Somebody... Hmm, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Um, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> this got spammed big time with, uh, yeah. Uh, fuck, where did it go? There it is. October 6th, here we go. Where is that character appearance, damn it. Hmm, oh, the Lightbringer. So yeah, um, I don't have a cover image for, or the A cover image at least for this. I've got the B cover done by Santucci, Marco Santucci, uh, a little Sinestro on there. I'm done in black and white, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh, that might be a great pickup, especially since they haven't given the cover. Probably going to be a first cover appearance. Um, we haven't had anything good come out of I mean, I take that back. That, that was worded very poorly. We haven't had anything really spec-worthy come out of the Green Lantern universe in a little bit ever since, uh, fucking What's-Her-Face. God damn it, What's-Her-Face. You know, um, that last one. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see what the Lightbringer is. Uh, the fact that they don't have, like I said, the A cover up. Hmm, interesting. Continuing on, we got Joker Presents... A puzzle box number three. Uh, this is a Matthew Rosenberg joint. Chip Zarsky on the A cover and William William Riley Brown on the B cover. Uh, and then, no, um, Justice League Infinity. Fuck. 
Number four. I gotta drink some of this Mountain Dew here. Uh, I'm not even tired. I'm just yawning for some reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no. Justice League Infinity. Two covers there. Wonder Woman and Dark Side getting, getting uh, a little kissy face there. Ooh. After being whisked across the multiverse, Wonder Woman finds herself trapped on a desolate and barren planet with the last person she'd ever expect to find. Dark Side. What does the former ruler of Apocalypse want with the Amazonian warrior? Bumpernoglis. And what lurks in the shadows for this devastated world? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, nice house. Nope, I missed one. Uh, Lunar Ladies, number two out of... Uh, is this Scoot? I think it's Scoot. Nope, this is just Scout. It's not Scoot. So there you go. Um, mm-hmm. And we got Nice House on the Lake, number five. Yeah, one more issue after this one, and it's going to uh, take a little pausey pause, from my understanding. I think um, Tynan's got to take some time off and you know count his money, I guess. Uh, was, that, was, that a little, uh, was that a little shade? Uh, Snelson, Snelson Comedy is Dying. Sorry, it's hard to say. This is an Ahoy book, issue number three. We got Suicide Squad, number eight. Two covers there. Uh, Swamp Dogs, number one. I recently had J.M. Brant on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, man. Um, you'll, uh, you'll catch that interview here soon. Um, the Swamp Dogs. I got the chance to read it ahead of time. Interesting. Interesting for sure. It's setting up some stuff. Um, the, 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 and you, you'll, when you listen to the, uh, Creator Corner interview that I have with J.M., you'll, uh, you'll, you'll hear me talk more about it for, obviously. But, um, no, no, I, I would, uh, I would say having... Uh, at least pick up, uh, not not even issue one. Like pick up the first three issues, and uh, g- make your decision off of that. But definitely worth checking out. There's also a one in ten on this as well. Um, you've got Swamp Thing number eight of a ten part series. Francesco Mattina getting another badass cover there. Look at that Peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, wrapping it up with a, uh, Wonder Woman, The Adventures of Young Diana. It's a special, uh, one-shot. So, yeah, done by Jordi Belair. Oh, nice. When a color artist writes. Gotta love it. And, uh, yeah, so the world, it's obviously a young reader-directed type of situation here. Look at all these Amazonians on here. Hold on, is there something, uh, something to this? Are we gonna have a bunch of... Um, hmm. Hmm. No, maybe not. There was one on here. I'm looking at Key Collector, and there's a book. It's not on the Lunar FOCs this week, but it says it's coming out on the 6th. So it makes me wonder. But I, I remember something on Key Collector saying New Amazons, but this isn't the one. The book I'm thinking of is called Nubia, but it seems like it's uh, irrelevant to this week's FOCs. So I wonder if it'll be on next week's. Or maybe it was on last week's? It might have been on last week's, because it was that weird week, you know? But, um, no, I don't think it was. I don't know. Um, regardless, um, yeah. So those are the Lunar FOCs this week. Remember, they have to be placed by the 12th. And that's going to be, uh, it's going to be what, Sunday? Sunday, yes, always Sunday. Um, except for holidays, obviously. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Obviously, the Arkham City, um, Order of the World... I think that's that's gonna be the best bet, people. I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I'm probably going to get, I don't know. It, depending on how big the rest of the week is, I'm going to go 20 of the A, 5 of the B, and uh, get me that uh, Steve Beach black and white cardstock variant with all of the first appearances on here. I mean, there's some badass looking characters on here. Oh my gosh. I want to know who this big son of a bitch is that made the B cover. Which one is that? Um, the, the man, the, and the twisted man who sees them all for who they are. I'm going to say that's, he's the twisted man. Oh, I want to know their names. We got a Mad Hatter looking character on there. The piggy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to say that's a, uh, this character is going to derive from uh, Professor Pig, which is maybe my favorite Batman villain. Yeah, I said it. Uh, oh, man. This is the one, people. This is the one. Um, pushing forward, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the other books due for pre-order through Diamond uh, for now until it becomes Penguin, and then the podcast is going to be different. Uh, but we're not talking about that yet. I just did. Hmm. Diamond. Uh, these books are due to be ordered by the thirteenth. Uh, mm-hmm. Monday the thirteenth. We're going to start with Vault Comics. We got the last book you'll ever read, number three. Um, the last book you'll ever read, number two, is directly on the top of my reading pile right now. Um, I will get around to it. I didn't get around to doing the the Wednesday stream. I'm sure you know that. Um, this week, is just I fell behind. Made it to the store a little bit later than I anticipated. And yeah, so I didn't, I, I, I'm a little bit behind on this week's reading so far. But last book you'll ever read... Uh, it is definitely at the top, because that first issue was amazing. Um, so yeah, number three this week. Then we got a Hickman cover, and then we got a Black Bag variant. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, let's see, World of Darkness, Crimson Thaw, number two. Um, I don't remember talking about number one. Hmm. It's Teeny Howard, and Blake Howard, and Jim Zub, and Tim Seeley, and Danny Lore. Good lord, that's a lot of writers. Just one artist, so credited. Julius Ota? For over a century, werewolves of the Twin City have protected their blessed places from threats of both physical and spiritual. When vampires under Cecily's rule move in on one of these precious sites, it's a declaration of war. One that Tyrell, the stainless stin... stin well, okay, we'll just call him the stainless. And his ferocious pack will avenge at any cost, even if the world includes slaying... Or what? Even if that includes slaying... One of their own. Um, continues with werewolves in the spotlight and a bloody battle for leadership. So I'm wondering if this is like an anthology series or something. But uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, and then let's see, there's two covers on that one from Vault. We're going to go to anything from Titan. Yeah, we've got Monday, Monday, Rivers of London. Or it's just Monday, Monday. But, uh, yeah, num- Monday, Monday, number four, coming up from Titan. Ba-ba-ba, Oni, from Oni Press, we've got Dirtbag Rapture. What the fuck is this? From Christopher Sabala and Kendall Good. She's stoned, she's selfish, she's all that stands between us and the end of the world. Uh, okay, I've heard this pitch before. Where do you go when you die? Cat, a stoner with the flexible moral code, can answer that. And the answer is not very far. Oh, spoilers. Unfortunately for Cat's peace of mind, a near-death experience has left her with the ability to see and hear ghosts 
as well as take them into her mindscape so she could bring them to locations of their choosing, essentially playing transporter to the deceased. But when Kat discovers she's the key to a demonic plan to screw up the whole world, she's forced to take an active role in the battle between good and evil, and she's not thrilled about it. Okay, so the the rest of that seemed original. But this, uh, oh, it's the worst person you could ever want to do this trope, you know? It's mm, getting a little played out, people. It's getting a little played out. Um, it, it was, I mean, like, I liked it when Scumbag did it, you know, I don't look down on Scumbag, but then, like, Worst Dudes came out, and yes, um, I've, I understand that the book was written long before Scumbag was released, I, I, I get it, but that doesn't mean that it's not still tropey, you know, and now we've got this, another fucking stoner dirtbag, so we got Scumbag and we got Dirtbag, like, <laughs> come on. Come on, people. I guess that's why this is Oni Press and that. <laughs> I say that a lot. Yeah, sorry, Oni Press. All you got is Rick and Morty right now. Oh, speaking of which, hmm. Rick and Morty presents Snuffles Goes to War. I don't know what the fuck a Snuffles is. Is that supposed to be Snowball? Yep. That's right. Um. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rick and Morty, you know? It's. Fucking, it's fucking Rick and Morty. Uh, and then Rick's new hat. Remember, Rick got a new hat, and they made a comic about it. Uh, issue number four of that one. So I don't mean to hate on it. It's just I'm a little over Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> I guess I did watch the the first episode of the fourth season was good. Um, but uh, or was it the fifth season? That I don't know. Whatever the season was that wasn't this most current season made me really just dislike Rick and Morty. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, it's, it's a, let's see who's writing this one. Chris Daniels on the Snuffles Goes to War. I mean, it could be fun. His name's Snowball, damn it. Um, from there, we're going to go to Heavy Metal. Nope, no Heavy Metal on the FOCs this week. How about Black Mask? From Black Mask, we've got Everfrost wrapping up with its fourth issue and What number four. Oh, uh, there you go. White's, uh, are they doing 2,500 again? Yep, limited to 2,500 copies. I don't know why they do that, but. I feel like they should call this book White Guilt, not White. Because I, f I don't know, it just seems like that's where they're, uh, that's where they're running with this, uh. <laughs> but you can't call a book White Guilt, can you? No. Who's going to buy that? But you call it white. That's the sequel to black. And then you limit it to 2,500 copies. That's how you sell 2,500 copies. But no more. No more than that. I don't, I, I don't know. There's, there's, uh, I got some questions about this. I haven't been reading it. so. Mm. Aftershock. From Aftershock, we got Almost American number two. I remember Almost American number one came out. And I was like, eh. Or when it was on the FOCs, at least. I thought, eh. I think it's gonna, uh, mm, yeah. It doesn't feel like a comic book type of story. It feels like somebody wants to make a documentary. And, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Obviously, I'm not gonna be picking up Almost American number two. I didn't pick up number one. And uh, just like I predicted, I'm not seeing a whole lot of uh, talk about the first issue. So, 
It's not very often that Aftershock pulls a swing and a miss with me. Like, I guess I didn't even... I didn't even swing at it, but, um... Yeah, I called ball. Let's put it that way. Hmm. <laughs> Baseball analogies. Because, you know, comics and sports go hand in hand. Uh, Alright, this one, however... I mean, you I wouldn't have to see a cover. I don't know, actually, the cover kind of turns me off of it just a little bit. But, um... Yeah, not that it's bad art, it's just the the character design has me a little uh, put off. Chicken Devil. Fucking Chicken Devil. A ask me to buy a book called Chicken Devil. Ask me. See what I say. Yeah, okay, I'll buy that book. What's it about? Huh? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Chicken Devil. I mean, yeah, sure, maybe I got a little pollo in my head. You know, fucking little pollo bias. But, um... Chicken Devil. Brian Buccioletto and Hayden Sherman. You may recognize Hayden Sherman from such art as, uh, um, Thumbs. Yeah, the art's gonna be fucking good, people. So Mitchell Moss is about as regular as it gets. Is he? He's married with two children and co-owns a successful chain of Memphis hot chicken restaurants. <laughs> it's not the life that screams hero vigilante until he discovers that his business partner is in bed with the mob and owes them two million dollars. Unfortunately, Mitch is ill-equipped to be a badass. He's just a guy who makes really good chicken. Can you protect his family from cold-blooded gangsters? Absolutely not. But maybe the chicken devil can. Oh, Mitchell Moss, you devil. You're not, oh, I'm, no pun intended. You're, are you the chicken devil? Mm-hmm. Mitchell Moss can't protect a motherfucker, but the chicken devil, that's a whole other son of a bitch. Mm, I, I'm so fucking into this, man. Uh, this is, uh, whew. hold on, was Hayden, Hayden Sherman the one that did, hold on, now I gotta know, is Hayden Sherman the one that did Thumbs? Because they're not crediting Thumbs here. They're crediting Cold War and Mary Shelley Monster Hunter. Let's just see here. I want to make sure I'm in the... I'm expecting the right type of art here. Wasted space. You know the one did thumbs? Let me just type in thumbs. Yes. Okay. See, I got my shit right. It's been fucking, what, like a year and a half? I still know my shit. I know. This is going to be fucking amazing art. 100% pick up Chicken Devil. It's going to be. It's going to be a fun one. Um, let's see. Darkly comedic. Oh, okay. See, that's what I want. I want darkly comedic. That's my type of fucking book. That's my genre right there. Chicken Devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see here. We don't talk about Action Lab anymore, do we? Or do we? Nope, not this week. Uh, <laughs> a blaze. We've got uh, Sumerian, which I learned. That's I've been pronouncing it Chimerian the whole time. It's Sumerian. Uh, Sumerian Beyond the Black River, number one. And as per usual, there's going to be a badass homage on the D. And if you're into that, well, what, is it Hulk 341? Is that what that is? Let's look it up. Nope. Um, fuck. Uh, it's the first Professor Hulk cover. It's the neon green one. God damn it. I thought it was cool for a second. Um, yeah, I might actually be picking up this homage. To go on the wall of homage. God, I can't wait till this office has another wall. <sighs> um, <laughs> the studio. 
Studio Cerebro. We will be relocating here soon. Cross country. Fun and exciting stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, Beyond the Black River. I mean, it's a Sumerian story. So if you're into these types of stories, then all for you. Robert E. Howard and Matthew Gabella doing their thing. Uh, uncensored. Uh, you know, man. It's, it's another version of Conan, people. But that, uh, that D cover. I think I might want that one. I think that's gonna look good. Nice, bright, neon green. The beautiful fucking purple popping. Popping purple. Popping purple. Boom Studios. Uh-huh. He thought I was gonna get stuck in a fucking loop there for a second. Boofy. Vampire Slayers. Number 30. Uh, Jeremy Lampert doing the thing. Um, yeah. I'm fucking buffy. You know? And so, uh, there you go. Hold on, did Josh, Josh Whedon create Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Like, all together? Huh. I didn't know that. I thought he just wrote the fucking comics. Weird. See, we're learning, people. Or you probably already knew that. Um, big, big, big indie book this week. One that people have been talking about and clamoring over for a while now. And that's uh, House of Slaughter number one. Now, I know that there's going to be a bunch of people out there saying, it's going to be super over-ordered, and blah, 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 and waste of money, and digger, 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 Because that's how people are when they don't want people to buy a book that they're going to buy a shit ton of because they want all of the copies for themselves so they can manipulate the market on their own and adjust the prices accordingly. So, um, now, just like with the last, I don't know, three times this has happened with the Tynan book, oh, no, you're not going to fucking sell well. This is going to be super overprinted. Well, um, a super super overprinted book still has potential to make. I mean, to to put out a fifteen to twenty five dollar book, days to weeks later. Um, look at Nice House on the Lake. You know, everybody said it's going to be super fucking, or yeah, and it was. It was a high high print run. Try to find that book for less than fifteen bucks. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to wait, because it, it's going to take you a long time, and I got shit to do. So, uh, I don't understand that phrase. I'll wait. You don't got shit to do? I mean, you're going to wait for somebody to do something they know they can't accomplish? Like, that? that I never... Under oh, you, you go ahead. I'll wait. What the fuck are you doing? Well, I don't know. I'm just, just weird fucking side rant. Um, House of Slaughter. Uh, yes, I'm going to be grabbing five. Whew, it's going to be an expensive week for me. Um, and then there's a, a B cover there. Is that a new character appearance on the B cover? Maybe I'll be picking up three and two. We'll see. I'm way behind on, um, what the fuck? The fuck? Uh, something is killing the children. I'm a little behind on that. Um, but yeah, and then we got a B cover. There's a, a foil variant on that one for a dollar more, and then there's a blank sketch variant as well. Uh, we got Magic the Gathering number 7. We got a few covers there, and you know there's going to be a bunch of uh, incentives on that. I, th I think they keep putting out, like, 1 in 100s on this series. I don't I don't know that they're going to be doing that, but they have been. Um, Mighty Morphin number 12. We got a few covers there. I recently saw an inquiry that uh, I'm kind of glad it came up because i got to see what people were thinking about Mighty Morphin spec. I'm not saying this is a book to speculate on, but um, as far as you know, keeping up with Mighty Morphin, and you know, you, uh, here's the deal: uh, characters aren't always the thing to uh, speculate on. You know, I mean, obviously they're gonna they're gonna have the the, the most 
potential, but even story arcs, you know, a, a good story arc or whatever, um, it, it has potential. Um, now, why am I bringing this up? Why is this relevant? Well, like I, I'm circling back to, is Power Rangers a spec-worthy book? Um, I, I say yes, it is. Um, I'm, you know, and there's a, there's a lot of people that actually ag agree with me, and I'm, I'm I'm happy to see that. There's a few naysayers out there. But I think it would be silly to not think that... I mean, there there is a Power Rangers movie coming out. They're rebooting the reboot, I guess. Uh, and once that happens, if this one is successful... I don't know why they didn't deem the last one successful. I thought that last Power movie, Power Rangers movie was fucking awesome. You know? Uh, but, uh, pfft, I don't know. Maybe they let the fucking gators get to them. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I... <sighs> I think Power Rangers is something that is worthy to to keep on your pull list because I mean as soon as they start you know this movie's good they're gonna they're gonna fucking develop this this series it will happen again and eventually the, the, these storylines that they're creating and these these new characters they're popping up they will be something they will be so um, like I said I'm not saying there's anything particularly special about Mighty Morphin I just wanted to bring that to attention because it was a conversation that I was slightly a part of just uh just yesterday so affirming my uh my my suspicions about power ranger spec worthiness okay from dynamite um mm -hmm. now <laughs> let's see there's there's gonna be a i'm, I'm looking for a, I, um, all right jennifer blood number one um fred van lent and vincenzo federici uh, but yeah, so, once upon a time, a uh, suburban housewife spent her nights as a mobster murdering assassin named Jennifer Blood. Then she died. Or did she? Because in the cozy cul-de-sacs of Bountiful Utah, a noticeable number of normal people have gone missing. And by normal, I mean mobsters under witness protection. And by missing, I mean killed by somebody that sounds and murders a lot like Jennifer Blood. Yes. New action rap. Now I'm looking for... I know that there's... I could have swore that Monty Michael Moore had a cover on this. But maybe it's just not going to be one that's available this week. Um, hmm. uh, I'm going to actually probably pick up issue one. You know, we'll see what it's about. Uh, I mean, it's... it's it, I mean... Will it probably cross over in fucking Red Sonja and... Betty and Veronica and all of that stuff. Yeah, probably. And it looks like they're already going to give it the tit treatment. You know, the whole bunch of... Yeah. But, I mean, it's Dynamite doing their thing. Now, the, the A cover, Lucio Prio, it's badass. You know, and uh, um, the, the series itself actually sounds like it could be something I could follow. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to give issue one a shot. But, uh, yeah, Dynamite. Uh, IDW, we hail of Marvel Actions Origins, number four, Star Wars Adventures, Ghost of Vader's Castle, number three, and uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number nine. So a little Star Wars, a little Miles. Oh, look at the B cover on that. Miles Morales. Or this, I mean, sorry. The Marvel Action Origins. A little Rhino. Oh, that's fucking badass. Anything with Rhino, I'm all about. Um, uh, IDW, now we go to Dark Horse. Dark Horse, we've got Apex Legends Overtime, number three. Last Flight Out, number two. Uh, did you get your number one? 
Mine didn't come in. I had to go to Nerds forever. Mm -hmm. uh, Lucky Devil number three, and Worst Dudes wrapping up with the fifth issue. There you go. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Dark Horse books this week. Um, from Dark Horse, we'll wrap up the indies with Image. Uh, Echo Lands number one getting a second printing. Interesting. I wonder if they're going to face it the right way. Probably not, because that would take a lot of reformatting. Uh, Firepower, number 16. Uh, the Me You Love in the Dark, number 3. Uh, number 2 is second on my reading pile. Um, that first issue was fucking good. Oh, what is this? Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number 1. That's Rick Remender, okay. And Andre Araujo. And Chris O'Halloran. So a new new ongoing crime series from the writer of Deadly Class. Alright. When an unassuming man stumbles upon a dark web contract assassin's vicious plot to kill an innocent target, he turns himself into one. The professional meets Road to Perdition in this story of a family's unlikely guardian being hunted by rich and powerful men who are used to getting away with everything. Alright. Yeah, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, it's an image number one, so that in itself is probably worth picking up, but... Yeah, there's a Bengal cover and a... Darlimper? Darlimper? I'm never gonna be able to say that right. I've never seen those letters combined together in that order before. Um, so yeah. I don't have the images on the B and the C on this, though. Not yet. Uh, as I record, Liz, record this, the, uh, the FOCs have not quite been 100% finalized yet. And then finally, we have The Walking Dead, number 24. Of course, the deluxe version in color. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Um, three covers to choose from on this one. What is this We Are The Walking Dead? What, I don't understand what this is. Um, the Walking Dead Deluxe, it's its one-year anniversary. Really? Already? Damn. Fucking moving fast, people. Moving fast. Well, there you go. Image Comics, now let's wrap this son of a bitch up, or at least the FOC part, with Marvel. We've got Amazing Spider-Man number 75. Um, there's going to be an abundance of covers here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight covers. There's a Scotty Young cover. Um, but I say the one that you're probably, you know, the most collectible one is going to be the, the Gleason Webhead variant. I think this one's pretty cool, too. Um, you know, it's the, the black cover. It's going to be reprinted a bunch of times. This is, I don't know, this is going to be the one. No, I think the, the, you need to know about Spider-Man going forward is it's not Peter Parker. It's going to be uh, Ben Riley now. So that has my fucking attention. Oh, what is going on with this B cover? Hmm, the Coelho cover has me interested. What is that? Uh, yeah, most epic. I'm 100% I'm, I'm into this. I mean, that B cover might be something we're speculating on in itself as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Ben Riley Spider-Man ongoing fucking sign me up. Uh, I'll, you know, I'm going to get an A, a B, and a C. Probably going to get three Cs. Fuck, this is a big week. Um, Avengers Tech On, number three. Two covers there to pick from. Captain Marvel, number 33. Uh, whoa. Okay. New, new character. Yep, that's a new character on the B cover. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, uh, sh 
this is a series to uh, or a, a, an arc to keep your eye on because the Dark Marvels are coming, and uh, yeah, whoa, um, yeah, no, that B cover, Joe Jusco, son of a bitch, yeah, no, that's probably gonna be something, probably gonna be something. We've got Dark Ages number two, um, yeah, no, they're uh. There's the key collector spouts this as a key collector or a collectible for uh, the uh, the symbiote that Miles is wearing on this. Um, I think that's kind of a long shot, but symbiote spec. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's a Venom Carnage, whatever. No, I mean he appeared in the last issue, but not really on the cover. So this character takes off and does something. This would be the first cover appearance of a uh, Venom Carnage Miles. Yeah, thing. There you go. Um, Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, number three. This is done by Stan Sakai, and this has my, uh... Well, at least there's a Stan Sakai story in here. Um, or not. Yeah, Stan Sakai. Uh, yeah, no, what the fuck? Oh, that's what it is. Uh, the, the story of how Deadpool got his swords. So I'm looking in here, and nowhere Stan Sakai is credited until the very end. So... Yeah. Um. Uh, no, I mean that could be a fun story done by the Usagi Yojimbo. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Um. I'm a. I'm gonna pick this issue up though, just for that. Uh, Defenders number three. We got another character appearance in here. So take that for what you will. What's their name? Let's find out their name. Ah, fuck me. I can't find it now. You motherfucker. There it is. Uh, Moradin. That's not an easy name to say. Moradin. Um, the Deadly Moradin. Uh, Doctor Strange and his misfit crew land in a world of dark primal magic. And I'll just leave it at that. So, yep. Yeah, new bad guy. Papa uh, Eternals Celestia, number one. Oh, look at that. A Sodra beat cover. Um, take it for what you will. Um, you know, it's an Eternals book. Eternals movie's coming. I don't know if there's anything to speculate on. Uh, I might pick up one just in case. We'll see. Uh, there are three covers total, though. Uh, Excalibur 24, we got three covers there. Oh, they're doing masterpiece variants. Oh, uh, Joe Josco doing some masterpieces. Is that going to be a theme? Let's see here. Is that the first one that I'm seeing? Nope. Uh, Joe Josco did a masterpiece variant for Defenders. Namor has weird eyebrows. I don't even know why being in the sea, like, what, what, <laughs> uh, and of course he's got a masterpiece variant for Spider-Man, um, yeah, alright, continuing on, Hellions, we got a variant on that one as well, uh, Mortal Hulk wrapping up with issue number 50, this will be the last time you ever see Joe Bennett and Al Ewing work together, because Joe Bennett done fucked up, we'll talk more about that probably on the next stream, but, uh, turns out he is in fact a uh, anti-Semite. So get out those Immortal Hulk 43s as well. That recall variant that died down after the apology and whatnot and Marvel kept them. Yeah, no. They just... Uh, yeah, no, he fucked up again. And um, Al Ewing is like, huh, no, I don't want to work with this Jew hater. And, um, yeah. So, this is issue number 50. I don't know. It's, it's a big oversized issue. I don't know, man. What's that? What's going on in that B variant? Interesting. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What the fuck is that? Who is that? 
I don't know, man. Might be a new, uh, that might be a new character. It looks like a reptile. But it, fiery. Hmm. Um, lots of covers to pick from as well. And, uh, lots of covers. We've got New Mutants number 22. A few covers there. Two covers there. Oh, you're not gonna do a fucking Jesco variant for New Mutants, but you will for Marauders? Uh, Savage Avengers number 25. Two covers there. Star Wars High Republic Trail Sh Trail of Shadows. Trail Shadows. Trail of Shadows. We got two first appearances in this one. Um, I have heard, however, that the story in itself isn't all that gripping. So, um, I'm going to have to check it out for myself. But, I mean, first appearances in Star Wars canon. Pick up a couple, you know. Um, they're throwing so many of them at us now, and naturally they're going to when they're building an entire new era of characters um, in the High Republic area. But era, but still, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Pick up a couple. We'll see. Um, it looks like they're both featured on A and B as well. Uh, Star Wars bounty hunters wrapping up with the fifth issue, and who's going to be our uh, action figure variant? Valance. Uh huh. Right on. I don't know. I'll probably skip that action figure variant. But oh, look at the B cover. Look at that. Wait, is that the A cover? No, it's the B cover. Hold on. Handbook variant. Hmm. Oh, we'll see. Um, I'm stoked for this to wrap up. It's been really, really, really good. Oh fuck! Look at that. Ah oh, shit. The Lucasfilm 50th variant is probably gonna be. Mm-hmm. Anakin and uh, old uh, Ahsoka Tano. Yep. Lots of covers on this one, people. So you just pick your poison. And then uh, finally, on the FOCs this week, we got Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads number four. Um, is that a new character on there? I can't tell. He's all, like, cosmic. and Spider-Man doesn't fly. Hmm. What's going on here? Enter the Eternals. Is that what's going on? The Eternals? Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk join forces with the Deviants. Wait, that can't be right. Can it? I don't know. Um, that's what it says. That's not me. Uh, Alright, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Alright. Uh, lots of lots of stuff on the FOCs this week, people. Um, whew. I, I hope your, uh, your, 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 your budget is malleable this week, because there really is some some stuff that would just be silly not to to go all in on. Um, <laughs> I mean, from covers to storylines to characters, it's a it's a big fucking week. But I still I still believe that if there's one book that you gotta chase that one in twenty five to get, it's it's the Batman or the the, the Arkham City whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it sounds like the most promising. Seven new characters. Oh. Oh, with potential to be both, you know, fuck, they may have broken out of Arkham, but, I mean, maybe they want to be reformed, you know? Maybe they want to be good guys. And good guy potential goes a lot further than bad guy potential, right? You know? And we got that Gleason variant. You probably want to pick up a few on, because, I mean, one fingerprint on this book, and 9.6, that's no good. So what you do is you order three. That way, when they go to pull them out of the box, ideally, there's one sandwiched in between. And that's the one you send out to CGC. Then you put the fingerprinted one 
in your box, and then you put the one uh, on the back of the sandwich, the bottom bread, if you will, uh, on your wall. And that's 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 how you fucking get by, you know, or or or, or you sell it, you know, raw. But you got to make sure that you have that nice and unfingerprinted one. Fuck, and then the B cover on this as well. It's a $6 book, Jesus Christ. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's 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 a, it's a big week for sure. So choose accordingly. I hope I've guided you in some sort of way. Um, all right, people, I'm going to take a little breaky-poo. I'm going to leave you with an Apotalypse promo, and I'll be right back with the books that you have already pre-ordered, I would imagine. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll have some new information for you as well, some stuff that has come to light since. We'll see. Um, but either way, I will be back with the new Comic Book Day books for the 15th here in just a minute. Hey, everybody, this is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms & Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Alright, as promised, I'm back, and I'm here to talk about the uh, book slate to hit your clock on the... Uh, the, the 15th of September, I think is what I said. So, uh, yeah. But first, we're going to start up with the books that are coming out on the 14th, because I'm here to confuse the shit and inform you. Um, and what I mean by that is, uh, like I said, you know, the same reason that Lunar and Diamond have different FOC dates is because they have different release dates. So these are the books coming out Tuesday. It's going to be your Scout books and your Ahoy books and uh, most of all your DC books. So, uh... Let's start with it. Um, uh, Justice League Last Ride, number five. Couple covers there. Um, I'm just going to fly through these unless there's something of uh, significant importance for me to uh, touch upon. Um, uh, Pennyworth, number two. Rorschach wrapping up with the number 12th issue. We'll see. Um, I've been collecting. I have 24 copies of this book. Um, and what I mean by that is I was signed on for the A and the B throughout. Don't know why. Just was. And uh, I haven't picked it up at all. Um, I'm, but with that being said, I don't know how, how good it is or isn't. I know Tom King is kind of a not DC's uh, dude anymore. You know, uh, James Tynan came in and now James Tynan's not really DC's dude anymore. So it's fixing to be Tom Taylor and Joshua Williams. That's all irrelevant. Irrelevant? Irrelevant. Um, what I'm trying to say here is Rorschach's wrapping up. Um, will this, uh, this 12th issue is going to either damn it or uh, it's, it's, it's going to make this series incredibly sought after. You know, um, that's just... We'll see. I know a lot of people are really, 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 really anxious for the uh, the, uh, the 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 wrap-up to this series. So, um, yeah, there you go. Um, and two covers per usual. Superman and the Authorities coming out this week. We've got Titans United, number one, coming out this week. It's a seven-patter. Um, Juan de Rojama, number uh, 779, and that Becky Cloonan 
variant. Still something that I would keep your uh, your eyes on if I were you. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess I would keep my eyes on if I were you. If I were you and I were keeping your eyes on, I'd be keeping my eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And then what use is that? You know? Are you confused yet? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh, I, oh, I missed a whole bunch of stuff. I thought so. Let's, uh, let's go backwards. Um, Batman 89, number two's coming out this week. Now, here's the deal. This is why you don't always... I got, I got a story for you. I testify. Um, yeah, so I was told. I was picking up my books from, uh, from the shop when Batman 89 first came out, and they were like, dude... You are going to hate this book. I'm like, well, why would I hate it? Like, the, the, the art is not... No. And I was like, well, okay. Like, what what is the art like? And they're like, it's it's just... It's, like, super hyper-cartoony and all this other stuff. And in my head, I'm picturing, like, uh... I don't know, like... Um... Erica Henderson. You know, I, I love Erica Henderson and her work. But I could never see her doing a Batman book. So that's kind of what I... You know, I'm going into this, like, soured. Going, ugh. And this isn't going to be good. And I opened it up, I was like, holy fuck, these people couldn't have been more wrong. I think this art is perfect, you know? I mean, I sure, I could see it going a different way. I could see him, you know, getting like a Marco Cicchetto, you know? His type of style would go great for the, the Tim Burton verse. But, uh, man, let me, let me, uh, I might as well shout out who the artist is here. I'm going to give him all this. Yeah, uh, Joe uh, Quinones, I think is how you say his name. Forgive me if that's not it. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully on board with this book. And my point to that whole ranting and rambling is don't always listen to the first opinion you're given. You know, when someone says that book sucks, um, that, that doesn't mean it's going to suck to you because I, I, two people told me it sucked. I had two different opinions saying you aren't going to like it. And I opened it up and I fucking loved it. Um, I spent extra time on it. I don't know, might, that might have been because I was trying to figure out what was wrong with it, but uh, I couldn't find anything. Um, so, yeah. <sighs> and I'm never here to steer you away from a book just because I'm not a fan of a book. It's, it's the whole point of me doing that story. Is I'm, you use your own fucking opinion. You know, I'm, 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 I'll be adamant about my facts, but as far as, you know, oh, I, I didn't think I liked it. Yeah, fuck it. Who gives a shit what I like? It's about... Cold hard facts, bitches. Um, we've got a. Uh, is it Batman Day? Nope, Batman the World Hardcover. Never mind. Uh, Batman Urban Legends number seven. I'm pretty excited for this one because we're getting some Batman Beyond. We haven't seen old McGinnis in a bit. And look at that Matina cover. Oh, and we got a, a B cover on that one. We got a few covers actually. Um, Challenge of the Super Sons number six. It's eleven. It's a seven parter, not an eleven parter. It's a little seven parter. Try to say little seven, it comes out like 11. Um, yeah, so number six. Another number for you. Ah, let's see here. Uh, Future State Gotham, number five. I'm guessing this is a fucking ongoing at this point. Um, so, yeah, fucking A. Future State, staying ongoing. Or maybe it's not. Let's see. let's read. Peacekeeper Red versus the next Batman. Oh to the death. Captured and surrounded by psychopaths, Red Hood and the next Batman must battle each other to the death. It's a throwdown for the ages and they're only too happy to do it. Mm -hmm. Plus the origins of the newest Bat villain, Warmonger, are revealed. Ooh, so yeah, origin. Ah, 
not say it's fucking... I don't know, I think it'd be silly not to have this series on your list. I know DC's doing a lot of shit right now. You know, the Infinite Crisis stuff. Or what was it? Infinite Frontier, I mean. As a... Yeah, I mean, gotta know it if you want to know the future of DC, I guess. But um, it wasn't nearly as interesting to me as, like, the the future state Gotham stuff has been. Uh, It's just... Uh, I think it's setting it up a lot better. You know, it was kind of scattered at first, but like I said, they 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 strained out the clumps and yeah. Um, and there's that that Rose Besh cover that I ranted and raved about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley Quinn the animated series, Eat Bang Kill Tour number one. Yeah, baby, and it's based off the uh, animated series. A couple covers there. I am Batman number one. Probably worth picking up, I would imagine. Uh, Matina getting the C cover. Nice. Joker number seven. Couple covers there. A few covers, actually. Justice League 67. And, uh, yeah. There you go. So back back around to the Jays again. So that'd be, uh, that'd be all the, uh, DC. I guess shit. Is it all DC? No scout this week? I guess so. It's an all DC week from Lunar releasing Tuesday. Let's, uh, uh, scoot on over to um, Final Order. Yep, okay, yeah, no, the, the diamond stuff now. Make sure I got all my filters proper lock. And, uh, let's, let's talk about what's coming out from Vault next week. Nope, I'm doing the wrong thing. I'm doing the wrong thing. There we go. I was still on FOCs. I didn't change a goddamn thing. Alright, from... Valiant. Next week we've got Ninjak number three. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we don't have any Vault. We have any Titan? Then we got some Blade Runner and Junk. Then we got Source Point. Uh, no, we just got a couple of trades. It looks like. Yep, a couple of trades from Source Point. Uh, Second Sight. Nothing from Second Sight. Oh, this is moving along nicely. Uh, <laughs> How about Scout? There's got to be some Scout, right? Uh, yes, we've got By the Horns, number five. Very nice, a little seven-parter. Uh, Cherry Blackbird, number two. I still haven't had the chance to pick up number one. That's a shame. Uh, Locust, number four. I've been getting these in my uh, Scout subscription box, and if you're not a part of that, then you got to check that out. Um, also, while you're shopping Scout, I, I don't mention this enough. Use code's code CHEERS10 at checkout to save yourself 10% at scoutcomics.com. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a book right here I've been more than excited for, and that's Mullet Cop. I got the ash can in a Scout subscription box, and, uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> from Tom Lintern, after a near-death experience, a mob cop goes undercover as a manager at an all-you-can-eat buffet. With the help of his co-workers and a supercomputer microwave called Mitt, he takes on crime boss Robo-Granny and her gang of thugs. Fuck yes. Robo-Granny, mullet cop, uh, fucking, yeah. The hype words for me, man. Uh, Rabid World, number four, wrapping up there. Mm, zombie book. We've got Steak, number six. Is this uh, is this an ongoing? Para Italiano? Uh, Angel's quest takes her to the canals of Venice. Alone in a wait, alone in a foreign land, she finds herself close to tracking down one of Ashwin's goon squad. But has her training been enough if she does find him? 
find out in the exciting conclusion to season one of Steak. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, hey, is this a, uh, an ongoing? Is this a mini-series? What's going on here? Nope, this is just the wrapping up of the first arc. So that means that they are planning on taking this further. Hmm. Hmm. Miss Woozy. Uh, Tart. Demons and demagogues. Little one-shot. Lots of stuff coming out from Scout this week. So there you go. Um, from Scout... We go to Behemoth. That's me doing the backwards alphabet. Uh, <laughs> sorry, people. Um, junkie Cable. What? How come I... Why have I not heard of this before? Junkie Cable, number four. The two lavas, Alistair and Cheap, have reached the end of their journey to recover their daughter in this colorful fantasy world of phallic-shaped objects. What? So there's going to be a lot of dicks, I guess. A whole lot of dicks. Uh, we've got nin nine stones. I was going to say ninja stones. Nine stones, number two. And we've got nobody's child. Oh, I've heard people asking about nobody's child. Um, from uh, Massimo Rossi and Ramiro Baralo. Baralo? I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I mean, fuck. This was, oh, yeah, this is the one with the fucking rhino horn and shit. The guy's got to protect the white rhino, the albino rhino. Albino rhino. <laughs> um, <laughs> such a fucking simp. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, uh, that, this, this one sounds interesting for sure. I mean, I'm a sucker for... I've, I've got a rhino fucking tattoo. Um, but yet, I've never heard the phrase, phrase albino rhino until just now for some reason. Um, <laughs> or at least it's never made me giggle until now. Um, yeah, no, if I, can, if I could find this, I'm going to track it down. Something tells me I might have missed this on the FOCs because behemoth. I don't know if they'd be on the FOCs. Fuck, did I? I don't know. Maybe I have talked about this. Hmm... We'll find out come Wednesday, I guess. Uh, from Ahoy this week, we've got Blacksmith number three, and then Second Son only or Second Coming only begotten Son number five. So there's a big gap between issue uh, three and four. Got issue four last week, um, or the week before? I don't remember. But uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna have to just kind of read it all at once, I think, because of the big old gap and whatnot. From Aftershock, we've got Beyond the Breach number three. Huh. I recently had Ed Brisson on the podcast. Check that out. And uh, we talked all about Beyond the Breach. This series is fucking awesome. Number two took it in a different direction, and I wasn't expecting it to go. That it was going to be a horror book. Turns out it's more fantastical and whatnot. Sci-fi-ish. It's good, man. Uh, we've got Kim PC, number two, and Clans of Balari, number three. So those are your Aftershock comics this week. Anything from Ablaze? Yeah, we've got Porcelain, number two few covers to choose from there. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, boom. The second printing of Eat the Rich. Fuck yeah. Ma number one's coming out. Power Rangers number 11. Uh, save Yourself number four. Damn, already? Wrapping up on that? And Seven Secrets number 12. I think this is going to be the end of the second arc on that. Seven Secrets has been amazing. And then uh, a James Tynan joint. James Tynan, the fourth joint. Sorry. Uh, not to be confused with James Tyne in the first, second, or third. Uh, Wind, number 10. So there's a lot of talk about that being a Netflix series. We'll see. We'll see. 
and in dynamites we're talking about. Yeah, we got. Wait, maybe not. No, not 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 that are new releases. Never mind. <laughs> you thought, huh? You thought. IDW. We've got Bermuda number three. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> These series is so good. Uh, Godzilla Rivals. Uh, Bruce Mothra. <sighs> Says the Godzilla. Um, $8 book. Good lord. Sonic the Hedgehog. Number four to four. Uh, Star Trek. Mm, year 5. 24. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventure Monster of the Templar Peak. Monster of Temple Peak. Number two. It's a little four-parter. I went and bought like ten of number one. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's a High Republic situation. So yeah. My thing is it was an adventures title. So it's the it's a little uh, um it's kind of kitty, you know. But fucking that people speculators don't give a shit about that. And uh, Usagi Yojimbo number twenty-two. So, uh, yeah, how about Dark Horse? Dark Horse, we got Help Boy on the BPRD, 1957. Family Ties, one shot. And uh, we got House of uh, Lost Horizons, number five, wrapping up. And Savage Hearts, number three. Well, there you go. Now, how about Image? What do we got from Image? We got Compass, number four. Deep Beyond, number eight. Homesick Pilots, number nine. Jupiter Legacy Requiem, number four. Uh, Man Eaters Cursed something? Cur I don't know. Uh, what? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, number three, whatever that is. There's just so many different. It just says witchcraft for children. Hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, that that's coming out. Uh, one that I'm super excited about is Primordial. I think I ordered a couple of these just because it feels like it's a series that has a lot of potential. Even for being a mini series. Uh, and gotta love Jeff Lemire, right? Andres, is it? Uh, is he doing the whole thing? Yep, it is Andres Sorrentino. Mm-hmm. Dave Stewart on the colors. Moi. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Scumbag, number 10. Uh, time before time, number 5. And Walking Dead Deluxe, number 23. So there you go. Those are all the image books coming out next week. Now let's talk Marvel. We've got Black Widow, number 11. Mm-hmm. Look at that Spider-Man costume. On the B cover. Uh, Eternals, Thanos Rises. I think this is one that I took a chance on and picked up a couple of, because it just feels like something's there. You know, I feel it in me bones. Um, ba -ba -ba, Extreme Carnage, Agony. Oh, yeah, that's a new one. Uh, no, wait, no, Agony's not the new one. There's a Silence, that's the new one. Mm hmm. A few covers there. Uh, Fantastic Four, number 35, I know it's a $10 book, and uh, this is one that I was, you know, I, I still believe that the character appearance is a big deal in this, but before I knew what the 1 in 25 was, I was hyping that up, but I did also put in the disclaimer that this book is only as hype as the new cover appearance that's on it, and there was no new cover appearance, so I, yeah, um, I hope you didn't buy 25 of these to get that issue. Uh, but regardless, um, <laughs> I still think that this this book does have a lot of potential. Um, yeah, I mean, Kang and whatnot, you know? It's just, yeah, 60 years. Was it th so 35 issues, what's the legacy numbering on that? Um, may maybe it's not a legacy numbering. Hmm. 
By the way, the Mark Brooks A cover is fucking amazing. You know, just saying. Uh, Fantastic Four Life Story number four. Mm -hmm. Iron Man number twelve. That B cover though. You know, that's the one that I was like, eh, I'm gonna pick up a few of those. Fuck, this week's gonna be big, I think. Uh, King the Conqueror number two. Um, Last Annihilation Wakanda. Yeah, I still think that um. I think I picked up a couple of these. I think there's a lot of potential in this book. We'll see. We'll see. I love an early reader to know for sure, though. Um, Marauders, number 24. We got... Oh, fuck. Mighty Valkyries, number 5. Yeah, a little yawn break there. Apologize, people. I'm almost done, though. Um, Spider-Woman, number 15. I think there was something to this one. Was there a new character? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I believe there's a new character on here. So, I can see about that one, you know. Uh, We've got Star Wars Darth Vader number 16. The last issue, we were supposed to have some stuff come to light about, was it Baku, I believe, is what we were supposed to learn about, but that didn't really happen. So, I don't know if that's going to happen in this issue now, but it's not advertised in this issue, or at least through Key Collector or anything like that. So, I don't know. Either way, Darth Vader, I think, is uh, Marvel's best series. Just saying. I think it's actually surpassed Daredevil, and that bar is sky high. So to give you any, any indication of how I feel about the series, I, I, I think it might be my favorite comic series in general right now that's currently going. It's just... Jesus Christ, it's, it's so gangster. Uh, we got Star Wars Bounty Hunters Boosh. Number one, we got the first appearance of Bosch or Bosch or whatever it is and we got you know fucking cover appearance of some bounty hunters and whatnot so yeah there you go um probably worth having a couple of maybe we got Warhammer Hammer 40k number two uh Web of Spider-Man number five there might be something popping off in here or wait was it I think number four was the first there was a cameo in here I don't know I mean, if you, I would imagine it happens in here, the full appearance, because it's just a mini-series. It'd be weird if they had a cameo in a mini-series and then didn't do a full till later. I don't know. I, I don't see them doing that. So, um, yeah, there you go. And, but finally, we've got X-Men Trial of Magneto number two. This is one that I'm highly anticipating. I wasn't expecting much out of number one, to be honest. I really wasn't. Um, but this shit right here, whew. I'm I'm very excited for, like, probably great excitement, most excite for, yeah, all of my Marvel reads this week, with the exception of Vader, of course, but, um, yeah, man, it's fucking good, it's good, so there you go, those are all the books coming out next week, I don't believe I missed any, skipped over any. But, uh, yeah. Now, remember my rule, you know, fucking, if these are, like, specky books and you didn't pre-order them, you're not allowed to pick up more than two off the shelf. You know, otherwise you're a fucking cocksucker, and, uh, I don't mean the good kind. No. So, uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck that means. Um, yeah, fucking A. Uh, so there you go, people. Remember, uh, for all of your Cheers to Comics content, it's a one stop shop at cheerstocomics.com. As always, I have to thank my, uh, my proud affiliates, Nerds Forever. That's 307nerdsforever.com and Inked Marketing. Um, yeah, man, as, there you go. 
I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, this is Ed Brisson, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne, and remember, stay sane.